Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Breakfast on SEM. Welcome back. Summer breakfast, Sam Edmund and Kane Corns. I've drawn up a new list of nominations for Kane's uh, second year They got it player. out the back. They got it in one guess out well, the back. Because I, I thought of this guy and I thought he couldn't have bought into the hype. And I know it's been driven by a particular Instagram account, which I'm a big fan of, uh, Forgotten Stars. They've been trumpeting this kid for ages. I know he's got some supreme physical gifts. I just wasn't sure you would buy. You're talking about the Hawk Josh Weddle. I am. But to be the best, I think you have to be a centre forward player. So he has. So I say that he hasn't been that yet. So to be the, the game's best player, you need to do what uh, the likes of, I don't know, pick anyone. Uh, Pelly, Petrarca, Martin. Dustin Martin, Fife in his prime. You need to be at the coalface. Because I had Filippo to... written down here. I thought maybe he might have been. You know, he, 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 would be, he would be in the mix as well. I've got a couple of other names as well I'm really excited about. So, But just firstly on, on Weddle, he, what, what makes him special is the athletic ability mm. and the size. So if he can, in time, move that to the midfield. And no, he's, he's similar size to, to Patrick Cripps, but he's better overhead. And he's got a bigger engine Quick. than Cripps. Doesn't have the physical... Uh, capabilities inside that Cripps has yet, but in time, you would think he gets that. Um, but he just looks to have everything that you want and all the tricks um, that you need to, to to do that. So they've got they traded up to get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was some some concerns about um, how physical he was going to be, but he, he's passed every test there. So Hawks fans should be excited by that. Um, I love I love De Koning. I've been you know, I said twelve I've months got ago him that he, that he, that he yeah. could be a, a million dollar player, and uh, Carl were lucky to sign him for much less than that. He looks good too. If you've As seen the summer photos of him, so yeah. Well, actually, here's a question without notice for you, an early one, because I'd have written down for later. Um, he was saying that he, I don't want to pigeonhole myself into any one position, but but shouldn't he? Wouldn't it be in his best interest to pigeon himself in in a position? They look so much better when he's in the ruck, I think. And then, then then he can rest forward or he can go forward from the ruck position. Now, Pitnet, they've signed for four years. That mm. that probably makes him a little bit obsolete, and that's okay. Everyone needs a, a, a decent backup ruckman. But DeConey's got to command that number one ruck spot and loved what he did in the last portion of the year and throughout the final. So he's one. I'm huge on Darcy, uh, of what Sam Darcy can be. So yeah. he's got the potential to, to be that as well. Um, so a couple of really young players. I mean, De Koning's probably not that young anymore, but young in terms of games played. There's a couple of names to watch that have the potential to go into that elite, elite category. We're talking sort of top 10 
players in the league. But yeah, what a pick from Hawthorne, what it was. Yeah. I mean, the couple, the couple of clubs have traded up with not a lot of success. Uh, they've done it with huge success and he solves a need for them across. I mean, he can play wing, you can play back, he can be an interceptor, he can play on someone. I hope in time they at least explore the option of giving him some, some midfield time. Yep, so 17 games last year. Came in round seven, didn't miss, I don't think, thereafter. So, yep, he's got some physical gifts, that is for sure. In fact, a lot of the players coming in now, they're just getting bigger, stronger, more athletic. It's exciting where the game's going. Uh, Cricket Australia, as we know, are walking a delicate tightrope. That's probably the understatement of the year thus far. When they sort of gently acknowledge, I guess, uh, Australia Day during the Gabba test, it won't be uh, officially called Australia Day in any of the marketing, of course, and Pat Cummins was asked about it yesterday. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's not new. Uh, I think this conversation um, kind of comes up every, every, yeah, every year, really, and Cricket Australia's been pretty consistent over the last uh, four or five years in, in the way they approach it. Um, you know, my personal opinions is, uh, you know, I absolutely love Australia. I think it's the best country in the world by a mile, and I think we should have an Australia Day, but... Um, I think we can probably find a, a more appropriate day to, to celebrate it. So that's his opinion. Cricket Australia have been phasing it out for a while now, although the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, urged the country to move past what he called outrage culture. I know a lot of people off the text. In fact, the majority uh, think it's ridiculous. We should be sticking with January 26 for Australia Day. Um, look, we, we won't get bogged down in the, in the back and forth on it all, Kane. Uh, my simple take on it is that if there is a section of our community, our society is so vehemently against the 26th, then why wouldn't we change it and try to find a date that we can all agree on? I know people um, have strong opinions on both sides of the fence, but surely we can pick a date that, you know, we might not all 100% agree on, but one that isn't offensive to a lot of people like January Yeah, 26th. and that's my view as well. Like, choose a date that doesn't divide us all. Now, my, my eyes were opened up to this and the hurt that it caused by playing alongside of, um, mm. a number of Indigenous players for a long period of time. Now, we used to... You don't get public holidays when you play AFL footy, so you train. You just you, you train on Australia Day. And to see the hurt and the pain in the teammates on that day, I was like... And then you'd, and then you'd talk to them about it and the harm and the distress that it causes them and their families. I go, well, mm. yeah, why, why wouldn't you change it? And we had some... Magnificent advocates, Paulie Vandenberg did incredible work educating us on, on why it is. Well, they don't just say it hurts, they tell us why it hurts. So to see that and, and the harm that it caused completely opened my eyes and changed my perspective by learning through them. So the, Daniel Pierce, salute him, one of my favourite teammates, explained to me, Daniel Motlop, um, Paulie Vandenberg, the Burgoynes, um, they all support changing the date. If it's good enough for them... And some of our most special Australians, it's it's good enough for me. So I thought the way that Pat answered that question, it couldn't have been better. And I, and I get people disagree with that, and, mm. and that's fine. Mm. And you're absolutely happy to ha have your side of it and happy to hear your thoughts. That's just ours this morning. I, I thought he handled himself pretty well. Yeah. The other part of it is it hasn't been January 26 forever, like a lot of people assume, only since the, only for the last 30-odd years. I think since 94 has January 26 been consistently marked by the public holiday. So it's been changed, and it can be changed. Um, but it all comes back to free speech, as Dana White would suggest, uh, the boss of the UFC. This was quite extraordinary, Kane. This was an exchange between a reporter and the boss of the UFC, Dana White, uh, over uh, what he's prepared to let his fighters say after some pretty offensive remarks from a from a former champion. Now, th this was this was the exchange. 
you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about you know what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia. Like, is there? I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you a leash. I'm st- like free speech. When, control what people say. Going to tell people what to believe. Going to tell people. I don't tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. What is your question? I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. You just, that's ridiculous to say I give somebody a leash. Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can believe whatever they want. Safe to say he didn't like the term leash. Now, a lot of people will love hearing that this morning, I suspect. But, Kane, as an administrator, can you sit back and allow comments that might be racist, homophobic, uh, misogynistic, with sponsors in the corporate dollar all on the line on top? Well, I wouldn't have thought so. You can't. The the thing that interests me, and I get the concept of it, and it sounds good until you just mentioned all of those examples there. So there needs to be accountability for those words and then people have to be made accountable for what they say so that that concept is fine but i, I was fascinated because because warren treadray who's going for the board teammate of mine best player i've played mm-hmm. with what i'd like premiership captain uh quote tweeted this and said boom as in uh, like music to his ears kind of thing he's going for a board spot and a lot of people pointed out in response to that comment from from warren well what if one of your players goes on and says one of the examples that you've just said. That won't happen. And you can't let that happen as a footy club and you're on the board. So what are you going to do? So I think Warren will find himself in some tricky situations if that is his stand and he eventually ends up on the board of a a big football club here in, here in Australia. So yeah, it's, it is interesting times, but I think you you must be made accountable for those things that you say, and it's never going to be a free for all. The line really sits on when, I suppose, when does free speech become hateful speech? Oh, Mm. it's free speech, but it it can tip into the ladder. So it's a bit like, it's a bit like the Margaret Court stuff, which is in the news a bit at the moment as well. She may or may not be at the Australian Open or, or what about the would be Essendon CEO, Andrew Thorburn? He was in the chair for 24 hours only because of his links to a church that condemned homosexuality and, and abortion. So Essendon couldn't sit by. In fact, they said that was in direct contradiction to the values mm. of an AFL club. So mm. they weren't willing to sit. That was his opinion. That was mm. his belief. That was his free speech. But it wasn't going to wash under the red and black banner. So what Warren's saying in theory is fine. But then in practice, if Connor Rosie comes out and says, you know, God knows what, yeah. then is he going to sit back and say, oh, Connor, good job, free speech? It's- is he going to go boom, like he said on Twitter, yes. to, the, in response to Dana White? So, yeah. Um, well, I think we've answered that question, mm. haven't we? Oh, you can give us your take, though. Not, not going to last very long. <laughs> you can give us your take and ask that with some trepidation. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. The 40 Wings temper, 433 The news is coming up. A reminder, though, next Monday, the Toyota Caller of the Year is back open again. It's your chance to win a 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport. Get your hat, uh, get your ticket to throw it in the hat for the raffle come the end of the year. And it's all thanks to Toyota. There's a Toyota Hilux stock available now. Always contact your local Toyota dealer today.